Welcome to The Table, a podcast put on by the good people at Pulpit Rock Church. I'm Jamie, your host, and today we're going to be discussing um, pursuing purpose. But before we get into that, we're going to introduce our uh, guests for this season, and I'm going to throw a question over to them. So starting off, um, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourself? All right. I'm Jonathan. I'm the senior pastor at Pulpit Rock Church. Hi, my name's Kyle. I'm Susie. I'm the executive pastor of Family Ministries. Uh, and I'm Roland Smith, uh, pastor of Missional Culture. And Kyle, you have a title. I do. I'm the executive <laughs> pastor of Adult Ministry. I didn't know we were doing titles. It was a secret. I thought Jonathan was just doing the senior pastor card. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we get into this, let me ask you this. What quarantine activity have you picked up and started new, like something that you've never done before, but you are now doing because you have spent so much time indoors that you have no choice but to start learning something new. Knitting, crocheting, caterpillar farming, whatever you want to talk about. It's definitely not knitting. This is my, so I was doing this before. I was running, uh, jogging, you know, and uh, it has escalated over quarantine. So that's my, that is my quarantine activity. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not, it's a little unusual because you're running on the trail and you see someone coming the other way and like, they really get out of your way. Like it's like you're <laughs> contagious or something. So uh, it, you know, it's a blow to the ego, but that is my quarantine activity. Gosh, that's such a better one than mine. Most of what has been escalating for me has been eating and drinking um, <laughs> over quarantine. I think uh, we, we, we've talked about this a, a few times. We got an inflatable hot tub, so we've been out there a lot with the kids. Uh, just gives us something to do, fun to swim and play. That's great. We, um, we bought a Nintendo Switch. That was our COVID purchase. And our activity as a family has been playing Mario Kart which is an absolute That's blast. That's a good one. Great game. Yeah. 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 Yours is really healthy. I went yeah. the other side of the meter. And uh, so I used to like smoke a cigar a month kind of thing, like sit out by the fire pit. And I went back and read this quote of Spurgeon's where he would smoke a cigar every day to the glory of God, he wrote. <laughs> and so I, my cigar bill has gone like way up well, and my wife noticed. Um, but I sit out on the front porch and smoke a little cigar and, you know, usually every evening and say hi to people as they walk by. And yeah, I feel like if Spurgeon does it, it's, fair it's gotta be good. Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's fair game. Well, so here's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm excited to introduce this because it's going to kind of guide us for the fall. Uh, we are talking about the kingdom and we're talking about the kingdom life. And uh, last Sunday, we introduced these four words that we would use as just kind of a picture of the kingdom life. It's this deeply connected life with God, but there's also this very purposeful outflow of the kingdom life that impacts the world around us. Uh, and, and we use the words identity, victory, as kind of the personal connection with God. And then we also use the words kingdom, which I know I'm defining the word with the word, but I, I'm okay with that. We use the word kingdom and then partner. So identity, victory, kingdom, and partners. And the old school preacher in me is grieving that I could yeah. not turn that into some sort of yeah. an acronym or yeah. make every word start with the same letter or I, you couldn't you know, find a Latin word. It's not, I a Latin probably could have, I, but <laughs> I like did with it. enough time. I did it. I shouldn't yeah. say I couldn't have, I yeah. just did it. You um, guys want to leave in the comments, any words yeah. that could any ideas fit together? Of how we could put these into some sort of an acronym. I don't know. Uh, but the, the idea though is what we really believe here is that there is nothing worth giving your life to on mm. earth outside of the kingdom. That that's what Jesus gave his life to. 
to. Uh, and we understand that he gave his life to die for our sins, but we're talking about the way that he lived. It was 100% focused on the kingdom. At one point, Matthew says, from that point on, he preached, repent, the kingdom of God is near. And so that was the focus of everything he said, everything he did. Um, he has this great parable, very short little one-off parable in uh, Matthew chapter 13, where he's just listing a whole bunch of things about the kingdom. And he says, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, he goes and he sells all that he has and he buys that field. Hmm. And it's this picture of, hey, if you ever find something as valuable as the kingdom, like don't hold anything back, just let everything go, sell it all, go all in for the kingdom. Uh, and I think that's super challenging as a middle-class American. It just, mm -hmm. uh, like like that, he's saying this is more important than your career, than uh, your, your house, than your family, than your marriage. Uh, it's more important than everything that you pursue the kingdom. And I, I, I guess I just wanted to ask, this is maybe just an opening question. I'd love your thoughts on that. Um, is that sounds scary is there are there fears that are triggered when we start talking that way or questions that pop into your mind about this kingdom that's worth giving up everything for well yeah i mean i think absolutely yeah it's scary and especially as an american because yeah. uh, we're taught you know we're taught from a young age that the kingdom is uh this kingdom in america that we're building um that has success and wealth and uh, status and um, things that are defined by the world. Um, Jesus came and said, my kingdom's not of this world. Mm -hmm. And so this this pearl that you find mm -hmm. is something that's different. It's, an, it's another kingdom that is freeing, but I think you have to want to sell everything to get it, which, you know, is the story of Jesus saying, you know, drop your nets and follow me or whatever it is. So it's absolutely scary. And I, I think Jesus's kingdom in a, in a lot of ways is countercultural to the American kingdom. And that's why we see, you know, so much tension at times. Yeah. Yeah. What struck me about the parable, a couple things, but to start that um, the man found the treasure in the field. Like, so there is, I think, some mining that we have to do, especially in our American culture, to find this treasure. I don't think it's the thing that we would all say is in our faces and um, is very obvious to us. I think it is a little bit of a paradigm shift to have to um, find that treasure, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think it's so important to define like what the kingdom is and to, to really unpack that because I think if there, you asked if there's a fear, when you say something like pursuing the kingdom is more important than my family or it's more important right. than my marriage, um, there can feel like this tension in that of going, whoa, 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 whoa wait a minute. Yeah. But if I understand that I can pursue the kingdom also in my marriage and in the ways that I like raise my kids, they're not actually... Um, like there's enough to go around, right? Like there's there's enough, right. and, and I can pursue both at the same time. It's not either or, um, but yeah, I think that's really scary when you throw out a statement like that. I think people automatically go, wait, 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 wait a minute. And is the kingdom just like social justice? Is it just doing things for others? Mm -hmm. Is the kingdom, um, and it really is, life is God intends. I mean, it, it, it's a much broader. Yeah. Um, I don't know where we're gonna drill into that. Well, I mean, so I don't want to give love, anything away, but I love that thought because really, it's it's how do things look in the kingdom of God versus right. the kingdom of the world too. Right. So like, what does your marriage look like here rather than 
there sometimes because yeah. because the kingdom could be countercultural to religion also a lot of yes. jesus's yes. ministry was yeah. uh talking to teachers of religion saying yeah. you say this but i say it's this yeah. you know and redefining it i think that's uh, that's really important to say because the kingdom does not just mean like spiritual stuff right, right? And it doesn't necessarily mean christian stuff that has been labeled as that like like it is the reign of God on earth through Jesus Christ. And so mm -hmm. it is when things are reoriented to the way that they were intended to be, the Eden that we lost is starting to be restored. Um, and that's what Jesus was about. And it was at times very counter to the religious system. It certainly, I think, sometimes can flow counter to like the obsession of uh, middle-class people in America, safety, security, and just kind of let's get the kids into college and retire mm -hmm. early. Um, it's very counter to that American dream, or certainly if you frame it that way, um, but it is when things are restored as they are. And so that would include our family, right. but I think the thing that uh, Jesus said so well that's so helpful, it's uh, the Matthew 6 passage, he's talking about not worrying, uh, and he ends it with seek first his kingdom, God's kingdom mm -hmm. and his righteousness. And then that other stuff that you worry about will be added unto you. And so yeah. there's kind of like this reorienting that he's teaching that when we put this thing first, that other stuff kind of falls into place right. in a, a new and unique way. Um, so that may be a way to think about it. Yeah, I think that's good. And I, I think the other you know, reality about pursuing the kingdom is that sometimes that's harder to measure. Uh, like the, there, there's a certain sense of like, well, this is what's happening with my kids. This is what's happening in my marriage. This is what's happening in these other places. When we talk about what it looks like to bring the reign of God like yeah. to earth, when we think about the kingdom crashing to earth, what that tangibly looks like and feels like can sometimes be a harder thing to measure. And it feels like it, you know, it moves slower than we want it to, to at times. And yeah. it's hard to even gauge like the, kind of the impact. So when we give our life to that thing, um, maybe it's the three in me that wants to achieve and get things done, but it's hard to even know, well, how am I doing on that? Like, how's that going? Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a subjective, not subjective. There, there's a, there's a quality of experience. There's a reality of like, this is what is true in my relationships mm -hmm. and what's true around me. Um, but it is a little bit harder. Like it's harder to touch. Um, and, and I think we have to work to make it tangible in some ways. Yeah. Um, and, and in, in some places. Can I ask you a question? You said there's some mining that we have to do. I would, I, like I've read that passage a bunch. I picked that passage to read. It never occurred to me that uh, Jesus is describing a guy like digging in a field to mm -hmm. find treasure and then he buries it back up. I, that, that's an interesting insight. What, what does that mean for us, do you think, mining? Well, I think just that it might not be the obvious thing or the, um, the natural thing to pursue. It's very natural for us to pursue uh, our families or um, Great, take great pride in our country and um, pursue the things that our culture says are, are valuable. Um, right. But to find the kingdom of God, maybe we have to like sift through things that are good um, mm. to find that treasure. Uh, I, think that, I think that's what I meant by mining, like that it's just not mm. an obvious thing. It, it is a counter yeah. cultural, cultural or counter uh, just the natural response that we would have. Um, it also struck me that People probably thought just with this story, with this this man, probably were like, "Why are you selling everything you have to buy this field?" Like mm -hmm. it probably also looked a little um, like he was turning things upside down. Like, like what silly. is this guy doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he probably didn't have immediate results um, 
to show for or to measure mm. am I doing the right thing he had to kind of you know a leap of faith and, and just right. I know that what I found in this field is worth something uh, let me make these choices that to others are gonna seem a little mm. you know out of whack or something yeah. I think it's, it's foolish at first but it pays off in the long run I think yeah. it's often what the kingdom life uh, looks like um, I think, I think what you said is true, though, Kyle. There, like, like, it needs to not just be this vague sense of pursuit. Like, I think to make it tangible is really important. Um, and that's where we've landed on four words mm -hmm. that just kind of hopefully make it a little bit tangible so that mm -hmm. we can put our arms around it. Um, I'll, I'm going to briefly say these four words, but I want to ask the, the same question of just what is this triggering you? Questions, fears, thoughts about these four words as really being the focus of life, the, the treasure in the great field. So the words are identity, meaning this idea that uh, we are who God says we are. And the gospel is an identity shift mm -hmm. that, that our sins are forgiven and Jesus, uh, God sees us through the lens of Jesus Christ. And so we are the beloved children of God and with us, God is well pleased. That's identity. Then there's this victory piece, meaning that there's a tangible change in us. Mm -hmm. um, and victory is kind of a new word for us as a church. We haven't used it a lot, but it, it, it just means that those broken places start to become whole. So whether that's a, a sin that we're struggling with or uh, one of the big ones, I think, is just unhealthy ways of thinking that we just kind of, it's like those troughs in our mind that we mm -hmm. just go back to again and again and again. And God's like, I want to free you from that. But another one could just be the wounds that we've accumulated in life. And God says, I want to heal you from those things that others have done to you. And so we're using the word victory just to kind of wrap up all that stuff together and say, God wants to do something in us where we become more of who we were created to be. Uh, the third word is kingdom. Um, and that just means real simply that, that others' lives are getting better. And others is an important part of, of kingdom. That mm -hmm. uh, whenever Jesus talks about the kingdom values, he talks about a tangible incremental change in somebody else's life. And what, it what was really important to him was that it wasn't just for the people of God that understood they were for the people that they were the people of God. So it wasn't just the nation of Israel, right? He was constantly stretching them to look outside of kind of their borders and care about other people out there. And that's the essence of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last one is partners. And this is something that maybe is a little bit newer uh, epiphany for me uh, is just that the nature of Jesus' relationship, especially with his disciples, it was very purposeful and project-oriented. They were doing something together. And I, I see that even in Genesis where uh, God creates Adam. Uh, he says, it's not good for man to be alone. And so he creates Eve. And, uh, and then the next thing that he does is he gives them a job. Um, and it, so there's this picture of it. it wasn't just like that they were in love and it was this perfect marriage and it was amazing, mm -hmm. but it was also this caretaking job that they'd been assigned. And that was the nature of their intimacy with each other. And you see that with Jesus and the disciples that they're, he says, hey, I, I want you to follow me and we're go I'm going to make you fishers of people. Mm -hmm. Like this is a, a very task oriented mm -hmm. thing. And so I think there's this piece of community um, that it's not just two people like looking at each other really connected, right. but it's two people looking at the kingdom and focused on that purpose yeah. that mm -hmm. creates real intimacy for us. So identity, victory, kingdom, partners. Um, those four words kind of encapsulate a lot of what we think this life is about. I, I'm just curious, what, is, what does that trigger? What, what thoughts 
jump to your mind? Are there fears or questions about any of those words you want to revisit? I mean, I, I love um, these words that we're focusing on in this season because they bring a balance mm -hmm. to, you know, ecclesiology, which is a big theological word that it just is just a belief in how we do church, you know, mm -hmm. and and so many so much of the church in America has been focused on um, gathering and learning. Mm -hmm. and mission and kingdom a lot of times are given to people with special callings. Right. Uh, but the truth is, is that we're all missionaries. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and you would expect to hear this from me with my job title, right? right. <laughs> but I do believe that this is going to bring a balance in this season for us. And, and so it's actually a healthy tension that we're walking through with COVID and everything because we're focusing on, on, um, kingdom and partnering together for mission commission together right. um, as well as our own identity in christ and our victory over our right. the personal things so we want to grow personally in christ right. but we want to do that for a reason and that's to yeah. expand the kingdom of yeah. god yeah yeah, yeah i think it, it's helpful to have just some handles to kind of hold to just say what what is this thing that we're what does the kingdom life look like i i similar just notice there's some internal ones and there's some external ones there's some realities for me that also bring themselves to bear on others and, and the way i interact with the world um i mean i also think all four of those things um like none of them are are things we do or check the box on and kind of move on yeah from. they're never finished yeah right? which right. is but like there's something about that there's there's a cyclical kind of you know in different seasons there's different focus but there's this reality that all of these are continual things that we have to mine in different ways to kind of figure out um but just stuff that that we need present and when one of those is missing it's going to throw the others off right yeah we've talked about this before how how easy it is to either skip one of these processes or or camp out in one of them and i think as the church with a church building it's really easy to stop uh, after identity and victory maybe it's like okay we know who we are um, I've got some victory over the things in my life isn't this great like let's just keep coming here on Sundays and worshiping and being together and um, experiencing good feelings about who we are now and who God is uh, but the reality is these kingdom and partners concepts when the lives of the poor or the lives of the oppressed around mm. us are not getting better then and we're not operating in the fullness of who we are mm. as the church. To well, sure and, and you might even argue that our identity is incomplete. So, that, so there's right. kind of a synergy yeah. of them. And so if, if your identity is a disciple of Jesus, following Jesus, but you're not engaged in the kingdom or in partnering to incrementally help the lives of others, yeah. is your identity complete? Right. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. You maybe help me with this, guys. When I was listening on Sunday and thinking about that victory word, there's something about the word victory that implies a finishedness or a completeness, like mm. that it's done, that yeah. it's over. Um, how, how does that land with you? Like, how do, how do you guys wrestle with that idea yeah. of that there's, I'm experiencing victory incrementally, but maybe it, it's not finished this side of heaven? What does that, what does that look like for us? Um, 
I think yeah. there's even a question of like, can I move forward if I don't have yeah. victory? Like, can I can I do the kingdom and partners yeah. thing if I feel like I'm still? I think you know maybe a slightly better word or slight modification is victories, um, mm-hmm. meaning that. Uh, I, you know, I th- I think it's easy sometimes to overlook the brokenness inside of us, and and especially if you're more active in your mindset or activist in your mindset to overlook the fact that just God wants to heal and replace our brokenness with wholeness. Um, and and sometimes that work is the hardest work. It's mm-hmm. easier to, to help somebody else or it's easier to press into something mm-hmm. else. Um, and I think people who are wired to help others oftentimes can can skip over that piece. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just, it's, it's not victory in the eternal sense, although he has imparted that to us, right? Mm-hmm. Victory over sin eternally. But there is still that process of sanctification. Um, and there's a lot of little victories along the way. And, and that, that may be as simple as, hey, I am celebrating a victory that I'm, I am going to counseling and I'm making mm-hmm. progress on the, this mindset and this fear that just grips my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it could be as simple as that. And that doesn't feel like victory, like right. let's have a parade. It feels much harder and much more uh, incremental, but it, it, it's experiencing some of that for us, not just for others. Well, there's a yeah. scriptural thought of, you know, saved and being saved, constantly yeah. being yeah. saved. Right. And so... Which we, you know we call sanctification, but um, it's it's just this constant process. Right. But I think of all the hymns that we're going to need to sing now. Sure, yeah, know, that have the word victory. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, yes, yeah. Uh, well, and it's yeah. definitely it's one of those things. Go ahead, you can go take ahead. It. I've been singing victory, and victory Jesus. Victory in Jesus, uh, we definitely. Yeah. <laughs> sure. um, there, you know, like it's so good. And the the reality is, if I'm not experiencing that on some level, mm. then whatever. I'm trying to bring to bear on the world around me, it's going to be like weak, right? Yeah, like yeah. there's just, at that point it's words, um, but it's not, yeah. it's not the power of, of actually like this life as God intended it to be. Yeah. That's so, where that yeah. word mining could come back. I think like the longest journey is the journey inward. Yeah. Like that is the hard mm-hmm. work. Right. Um, we easily can overlook it, especially when we are involved in church and like you said, doing good things for yeah. others. Uh, and then totally abandoning this journey inward of mm-hmm. just personal growth um, and self-awareness mm-hmm. and yeah. those thought patterns that we have. Like yeah, a lot of times that stuff can go unnoticed by others, um, yeah. even ourselves. Yeah. But that really is uh, something worth mining for and just committing to growing. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good yeah. word. I love that metaphor. I really did. Let me, quick, quick story. Yeah. Uh, so I grew up in Arkansas, and Arkansas has the nation's only diamond mine, hmm. wow. which is really just yeah. a field. It's a farmer's field. And so way back, like turn of the century, um, a farmer was plowing the field and found this huge diamond. And so now you can pay and you can go mine for diamonds, hmm. which... The, it, it's not like a hat going right. in a gold mine like you think like that. It's actually going out in a field with a pick, and they sell picks in the gift shop and all that kind of stuff. Oh. And so you can go out and you can dig for stuff. But you can also just go look at it, right? And so metaphorically, like you could go see the country's oh. only diamond mine in Arkansas and go look at it and go, wow, that's really cool. That, that could be like attendance, yeah, mm-hmm. right, yeah. to church. Uh, you're just part of it. Um, whereas if you do what Susie's saying, you get out there, you get on your knees, you get a pick, and right. you know it's there, but you just have to really, really dig yeah. for it and work yeah. for it. That's yeah. good. 
and, and, and I think that's, that I, hey, that's, that's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and informative too. Um, yeah. You have so many Arkansas stories. I know. We should do an episode where it's just rolling, telling yeah, stories. Some of them Arkansas. are going to stay secret. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Fair. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Well, this is, this is the journey that we're on. And, uh, you, you know, what we're going to be focused on at Pulpit Rock is just mm. doing some of that work and trying to embrace this life uh, because we really do believe it is the thing worth pursuing here on earth. Um, hey, JM, I want to throw it to you. I want to ask you just, we've got uh, a, kind of a shift here in the podcast. Tell us what's coming up with podcasts here at Pulpit Rock. Well, uh, you can tune in every Wednesday night to uh, view the video podcast when it goes live. And then Thursday mornings, we're going to push the, uh, just the audio. So if you've been listening on the Welcome to the Table stream, you're going to be able to pick up the podcast there. Uh, we've got a great new season with uh, this pursuing purpose. We're going to be keep coming back to these four words that we're using. And yeah. That's exciting. Well, we're looking forward to this and, and diving into it. Let me close just with this thought. This is right after the parable about the hidden treasure, but it's basically the same thing. It's so good. Jesus says it twice. Uh, in Matthew 13, he says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who on finding uh, one pearl of great value, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Um, that's the lifestyle that we want to embrace mm. is that this kingdom is worth leveraging mm. everything we have to pursue. And we hope you'll pursue that with us. So until next time, know that you are welcome to the table and we look forward to talking with you more as we continue through this season.